You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hashtag Refrigerator Diaries. Keeping the people engaged with the food. You tell us what's going on. Seriously, guys, you, I, we've been getting some requests for music files, things like that. What we need is all the rights. So you shoot us your rights, and then we'll um, we'll play the music. We can work out however that goes. So Gregory Sims, Smokey G's Smokehouse in the house here at Refrigerated Diaries. How you doing? I'm well. We appreciate you coming on the show here, brother. I appreciate you having me. So uh, for those of you that, that missed it here, we're breaking down some of the ins and outs of what makes a good barbecue a good barbecue. And if and I, I don't want to like jump the gun here, but it sounds to me like you're trying to put a stamp on Detroit barbecue. I am. I am. I'm trying to raise that bar up and uh, no diss, no slight to the barbecue places that are currently out there. I appreciate you guys. I grew up on a lot of you guys out there. And uh, I just want to bring and raise that bar as the city is coming back, uh, the city of Detroit, the emergence of uh, the new Detroit, as they used to say, as they're saying now. I want to be a part of that and uh, bring the people that are coming from out of town here uh, give them a true Detroit barbecue taste and flavor. And that comes from the incorporation of different types of woods. Absolutely. And not using propane inside your smoke process. Right, right. Anybody can do that. And and I, I recommend if you're a weekend warrior and you want to do that at home, sure, do that. But if you want that true, authentic smoke barbecue taste, come to Smokey G's. Give us a call. We deliver. We deliver. We're a web-based catering company, which has recently found a home, and uh, we still deliver. We still like to uh, give our services, offer our services to the various businesses that are moving here to the city of Detroit. We cater lunches, and that's another thing. Uh, most people, of course, when they think of barbecue, they automatically think of ribs, but I want to be there with the growing businesses in Detroit, those different businesses that are moving here because of uh, the good Good guy Dan Gilbert is getting all these new businesses to come here to Detroit and they're working so diligently and hard and don't have that much time for lunch. So we can deliver. And uh, I know you can't eat ribs uh, four days a week. So that's why we have smoked turkey, smoked chicken, smoked salmon, smoked portobello mushrooms. You know, I was I was going to ask. I, I'm a vegetarian. But yes. as the summer is getting nicer outside, I sometimes miss a lot of that barbecue food. And I know that jackfruit is on the rise of yes. the vegetarian Yes. Barbecue replacement. Didn't know if you had that. Yes, yes, yes. I recently uh, have been familiarized myself with jackfruit, how to crack it open, how to get that good stuff out of there. And uh, we want to smoke everything. We want to be a true, authentic smoke house and not just a barbecue place. So, yes, we're not going to leave out the vegetarians or the vegans. We smoke portobello mushrooms. We smoke sweet potatoes, those different products that uh, vegetarians want. And they can call us and we'll deliver it to them. Absolutely. That sounds fantastic. So one of the things that I, I've been like coming across is just staffing issues, right? Yes. And, like, you, you're already like turning the wheel just a bit much with the, with the authentic cooking process. Like how, how's that working with the staff? It's difficult. It's difficult, but luckily I got a good, a good uh, team with me who uh, I've been able to uh, train 
and they've been able to uh, mimic my methods. Uh, and as far as staffing, we do a lot of different vending in and around the city. We do pop-ups, things like that. So that staff that's more so on the front of the house, uh, we train them up, normally train them on location, on site. Um, excuse me, I always tell them, this is my slogan. I may get, may get uh, ridiculed for this, but I always say, we're not curing cancer and we're not digging ditches. So we're not doing anything strenuous on the mind and we're not doing anything strenuous on the back. We're here to make people, make sure people are having a good time, eat good food. Okay. So the job is not that hard. So please don't make it that hard. Okay. So, uh, with the staffing, they more, more so are trained on location. So if you guys need a job, especially for the summertime, we have flexible hours. Give us a call. We look to see, uh, we always want to employ the people here in the city of Detroit. I like that shout out call, <laughs> you know. So, you know, we got summertime coming up here. The, uh, the, the grill gets hotter when it gets hot outside. Sun, the sun brings the coals out, right? Yeah. Or in your case, the sun brings the wood out. Yes. Uh, what, what kind of things do you, you do in the, uh, the summertime to, to get prepped up? Do you, do you just do focus on the cooking? Like, do you see your, your, um, your day changing now that you have a home? Well, definitely more. Uh, we always have been focused on the weekend uh, leading up to the weekend, because even as the uh, catering jobs that we do at different office buildings, they normally have those meetings or be able to order out to lunch that Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and uh, leading into summertime or even the weekend when you have those family reunions, those class reunions, uh, different larger events, company events that's held on Saturdays. We always end up cooking towards the end of the week. And of course, Sunday dinners. People love Sunday uh, as we're rolling into the summertime, you know, the sun is out longer, so you can, uh, stay out a little bit later. Uh, and then uh, even rolling into the fall, uh, when football season. So we do a lot of tailgating and, uh, people enjoy that as well. Awesome. So, um, where do you go shopping at, man? Where, where you go, where you get your food at? Good old Eastern market down here, you know, okay. it's a whole plethora of different places to go and you can shop and, kind of negotiate you know i'm getting my brisket over here for this what can you mm -hmm. do for me this guy will give me my uh pork butts for this amount per pound mm -hmm. you know what can you get for me so uh right here in the eastern market uh various places i make sure they have a bidding war to see who's gonna get my business okay i will give him a shout out but <laughs> a little mad at him right now hey but the quality places here in the eastern market uh we got great great uh butchers down here at the eastern market where i can get just about anything and um they have even opened up my menu to rattlesnake now it's not permanently on the menu but i have been able to order rattlesnake as well as alligator and a few other items so oh, wow. you can get alligator yeah okay yeah gator bites you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> really really uh so and what i meant was like this is for your home your home too uh, your your household Oh, where do I shop at from my house? Yeah. Uh, Costco, okay. Sam's Club. Uh, where are we at? Nino Savaggio's as well. Yeah. Where's Nino's at? Nino Savaggio. They re they're normally on the east side. Mm -hmm. They just recently brought one to Bloomfield mm -hmm. on uh, 15 and uh, Telegraph. Okay. And then do you prepackage your meals out uh, for the week or you, um, you do them? If I'm on my A game, yes, I can do a, good, a great meal prep. Uh, and uh, make sure everyone's fed in the household, uh, cook a large meal. <laughs> but uh, if I'm off my game, 
No, it's kind of get it how you live. Okay, you eat what you kill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Like we had a catering order for uh, 20 slabs. Okay, well, let's put 21 slabs on the grill. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, I, I can get down with that. You know, we got this uh, the seafood. Uh, I just kind of eat, eat fish every, every morning. That's it. Kind of like flow through it. Um, all right. So you kind of keep it consistent then overall. What do you see yourself like? In terms of the future of, of where you, you're going to be taking Smokey G's, like you, you think you're going to be eventually going to sit down, you're going to focus on doing the uh, catering? Uh, well, catering is always going to be the base. That's going to be uh, our staple. But the next thing is uh, definitely a food truck. And I know food trucks are really big right now. You, of course, had a food truck and you transitioned into that restaurant. But in my area, in my defense, I guess you want to say, I can't have a smoker on my food truck and try to smoke on it for eight hours mm. for a pork butt or my brisket takes 12 to 16 hours stand there smoking on the food truck. So what I'd rather do is have my establishment where I already have my large smoker and load up the food truck with uh warmer shafers, things like that, and be able to go to the different locations and be able to serve. And again, those jobs that are out there where they only got a 30 minute lunch break, it's not advantageous for me to try to cook out there, whereas more prepared meals that are there. So the brisket is already sliced up and panned up. The ribs are already cut. So when they go to order off the food truck, they can say, hey, I want a rib dinner, two bones. The uh, sides are in the chafers, ready to go. And you're really getting those meals out quickly. And I really won't have time to truly cook on that food truck because of our the way we cook. It takes a while for the food to uh, get cooked mm. so they should be in the warmers and when we show up for that lunchtime crowd they're ready to go yeah okay so there's been a lot of um of overall just development in restaurants downtown i think um a statistic was back in 2015 there were 205 new restaurants uh, within a 15-mile radius of the point of origin. And uh, over the past few years, that number has since increased uh, along with the, the foot stamp right now. I, I can't even keep track of the amount of just new business that has been uh, generated. And more so than ever, um, we're not going to pre- get prepared for for what's inevitably coming, but um, I say this with the census 2020 being at the forefront. Do you think that this um, this influx in new business is warranted for you know, results that we haven't been forthcoming in previous census, or do you think that you know the people are here? You think that people will come? You know, I know you mentioned the suburb business mm-hmm. and people coming into uh, Detroit for that. What, what's your take on all of this? Well, with the city of course, booming and, you know, that Hudson site, uh, I think the completion of that should be in 2022, something along the line of that. And just the dense areas of uh, people in the city of Detroit, um, the people are definitely coming. The people are there partly. And uh, you should know this as much as I do. We both uh, was at Wayne State at the same time and yeah, we yeah. saw the change right here in Midtown, which was unbelievable crazy this is crazy even where we're currently at and we're currently doing this podcast had you been here uh in oh 
four oh five we would not be able to be uh, i think my car door is still on lock right now that's how comfortable we are right now but in oh four oh five no way i would have had the club on my car and everything but having said that all of it um mm-hmm. it the change in the trait is it's it's ready it's it's a at a boiling point of ready for this uh for this new uh metropolitan city uh the feel of chicago the feel of uh dc New York. So you mentioned uh, the turnover in these restaurants, and I've read that before. I believe uh, Bill Picard said that these places will turn over two, three times until it truly has an anchor in there. And honestly, Detroit needs that because we've been our taste buds have been dumbed down. And this is a diss. Apologies because I'm a very good friend of a few Coney Island owners. Our taste buds have been dumbed down to the Coney Island, and we're not used to that quality food. But the thing is, the more restaurants are out there, the better competition. I haven't tasted anywhere that has your food. And that's oh. why I keep coming back to you. Not just because you're my mans. I appreciate that. But seriously, when I taste your food, to taste that flavor, I know what I'm getting. Okay? So either you can put up or shut up, you know, in so the many competition words. competition is fierce out here. Yeah. The competition needs to be there. I mean, when I visit my sister, and she just uh, recently last year moved to the Bay Area, there's so many different restaurants. When uh, my cousin lived in New York, there's so many little hole in the walls restaurants that were so good and quality. And in the space and they were small, but the quality of the food was so good. I'm like, is that restaurant still there? Yeah, it is. And they're looking for it because the quality of food is there and people will constantly go back there. But you got to show out. A lot of these places that are here now are here because it's like, yeah, great booming city. It's new. And, um, People want something new and they're going to be hot now. But if you don't have that staying power or that quality taste and flavor that separates yourself from people, no, you're going to fall by the wayside because there's something new popping up in uh, six months, you know? Yep. In and out. In and out, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it is. So that's fantastic. Well, you know, I have to say, you know, it's been truly a pleasure having you on the, the show here. You know, I've enjoyed talking with you. You know, I've enjoyed everything that that I've watched you come along this journey and do. And uh, I'm I'm excited to just be able to to have access to your food on a, yeah. a continued basis here. You know, so are you going to do the delivery thing like through Uber? Or like absolutely, what? absolutely. Like I said, our base is still that catering. That's the main thing. I just needed this operation, a, a true kitchen, to truly be able to operate, and that'd be the central hub. But Catering is our main bread and butter, uh, and with the emergence of Grubhub, Uber Eats, and um, the location is actually away from the downtown city location, mm-hmm. but it's right off 75, so it's accessible to get downtown. It's accessible to get to 696, to hit the suburbs, to go east or west on 696. So I like, I love, I love the location that we found, and it's very accessible to the people, and um They'll be able to come there uh, once we're open and um, uh, get things going, you know, yeah, I'll walk up and uh, get it. Or, like I said, you can order online. We can still deliver. And we're there by that conveniency, too. We'll be there for conveniency. Right. You know, made from scratch, you know, right in front of you. True process. No propane. Right. None of that. No lighter fluid. No lighter fluid. Okay. None Don't be that. lighting all them damn coals <laughs> and you tasting that lighter fluid. Unfortunately, I'm sure a lot of you guys don't even know that you're eating lighter fluid off of a grill and you're thinking, Oh, that's just that barbecue taste. We don't know no better. 
No, no, absolutely. And and even on the the hiring tip here too, it's um smoky g smokehouse at gmail that'll be able to come shoot shoot the resumes over to you. Absolutely. Like that for for sure. Yeah, I, I know how it is. So how if we want to get Smokey G Smokehouse, what do we do? We go online. We look up smoky g smokehouse dot com. If you feel brash enough, go give that number a call. Good old Greg answered the phone. I'll talk to you. <laughs> Somebody answered the phone. But visit us on social media, absolutely. And uh, it's funny you mentioned high end. Uh, we want to cover that whole spectrum, okay? We want to cover uh, if you were having a backyard barbecue all the way up until if you're having a high society backyard barbecue. You see the spread we had out here, the smoked sausages. Uh, normally, we have a, like a smoked Gouda cheese. It's all about the wood. That's why we have this wooden board here, the different types of wood. And um, like I said, those meals that are not your traditional barbecue. And I think you mentioned that earlier about what's your barbecue. Some people may think it's just hamburgers and hot dogs. Well, other clientele, this newer Detroit might say, oh, I want some smoked oysters or I want some smoked salmon. Um, and that's the type of barbecue they have. And that's the type of barbecue I can provide and will want to provide for them. So give us a call. And for just for clarity, you also do the wild game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about, my yeah. man. All right, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. We appreciate you very much. You want to hear it? Uh, again, we'll see you on the refrigeratordiaries.com. Can't wait. We'll also be doing everything we can to support the good brother Greg here as he gets uh, Smoky G Smokehouse off the ground. All right, thank you so much, brother. Thank you for having me.